Good day, everyone. Arlene Petway here. Welcome to the Christpirations podcast. No, not that gospel. I am an opponent of the prosperity gospel. I'm speaking as a person who came up in the faith, name it, claim it, take what is yours movement for years. I believed every single word. I'm going to make a bold statement here. I believe this teaching is one of the greatest hindrances to the spreading of the gospel. I said it. There are multitudes of people sitting in churches looking for the more appealing side of the gospel to kick in. I'm saved. Now what? I know these people. But as I read and study the scripture, I see a stark contrast to what I was taught. Terms like full gospel were being thrown around a lot. But the gospel doesn't need any add-ons to be full. It is full and complete all by itself. The greatest need of man is not to have more stuff, but it is to be right with God, and that's what the gospel affords us. When the first gospel message was preached by Peter on the day of Pentecost, there was no mention of, oh, by the way, the consolation prize of salvation is that you'll be wealthy, healthy, and wise all the days of your life. If this is truly part of the gospel message, Peter messed up. He was remiss in not mentioning that, but instead he said this, Acts 2, 37 to 41. Peter's words pierced their hearts, and they said to him and to the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God, and to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, urging, strongly urging all his followers, all his listeners, save yourself from this crooked generation. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Do I believe God wants all his people to prosper? Yes, I do, but not in the way most think of prosperity. I believe the gospel message has been dumbed down because many don't understand the true riches that have been given to us as kingdom citizens and that material things pale in comparison to them. We're carnal and fleshly and we exalt what we can see and negate things that we can't see, although they, were, they are just as real. And I've been guilty. The Apostle Paul said this in Ephesians 3, 14 and 19. For this reason, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This scripture gripped me this morning. How much of these riches have we attained to, to be filled with the fullness of God? 
Wow. The scriptures also say that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans 14, 17. Wow again. But no mention of material things there either. The gospel doesn't need to be compensated for or added to. It's complete all by itself. I heard the testimony of a woman who, according to some folks, looking at her with a natural eye would not be considered prosperous. She is not materially rich and has some physical challenges, yet she is a woman of tremendous faith. And the love of God just oozes out of her and it's palatable. But to hear her story, I think she's rich. Richer than most people I know or hear about. The fullness of her life is one to attain to. The impact that she is having on the lives of others is amazing. She is truly prosperous. In my humble opinion, if I had a choice between being rich and comfortable in this life or having some challenges yet bringing a string of people into glory, I choose the latter. Is God a healer, a deliverer, a miracle worker? Yes, he is. As a means to an end, to draw sinners to him. Do I believe God wants to give good gifts to his children? Absolutely. Not to worship the gifts, but to appreciate the giver of the gifts. God is good. But these healings, miracles, and gifts are not the gospel. The gospel is full and complete all by itself.